0: Hey this is Bill Playston. Welcome to Twister. to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 142 for the week releasing Monday, January 10th, 2011. Welcome again. And this is Adam. Here's Doug. Sorry, I had to do that because uh, this uh, is take two. <laughs> <laughs> you listen for the take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. And uh, let's see, this week we are
1: back into Universal Studios Florida. We're going to be featuring the Twister Ride It Out attraction. This attraction has been around for a little while but it still makes for some interesting and fun audio. So uh, stick around, and we're going to check it out together. Book it now at theseamazingplaces.com. For more
0: information, click on the Book It tab on our website. Have you called us lately? If not, you can call us at 641 715 3900 extension 53056 and tell us about the show have you seen our latest pictures at flickr well you can just go to
1: our website click on the photos tab and it'll take you from there enjoy or you can go to flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places hey why don't you drop us a line at podcasts at these amazing places Com.
0: Want to see what we're up to or you want to send us something while you're out and about? Just send us a tweet at twitter.com slash amazingplaces. Don't forget either. You can always reach us at theseamazingplaces.com. All right. So before we begin, we wanted to remind you that... Uh, Universal is I almost said Disney, I don't know why I said that because we I guess because we talk about it sometimes anyway, Universal has a special deal going on for travel, and uh, previously when we posted this special, uh, they said book by January fifteenth I'm not sure if that is the date that they are cutting it off, but you might want to check that out if you are interested again, you can call Pam uh, at Thompson Travel and information's on our website, of course, if you want some more information, but that package was a two ninety nine per adult. For a four-night package that included a three-day base ticket, uh, which allowed you to get to either park. It wasn't a park hopper, so to speak, where you bounce between the parks. But it also included a meal at Three Broomsticks at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So, uh, And that was valid for travel now through December 31st, 2011. So you can book that in the September and whatever you want to go. And, uh, but and
1: also some things to remember here are uh, they just raised the price of their annual passes. Yeah. Uh, about so. 50 bucks. They are about $50 shy of what it would cost now for an annual pass, uh, for a residential annual pass uh, at uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. And uh, we won't go into all the comparisons there because people like the parks that they like. And so it may be well worth the price to mm-hmm. you, for you to do that. Just remember also, though, with the, uh, with the Universal Annual Pass, it does not include... Parking, So you're still going to have to pay for parking Yeah. when you go in. So uh, just some stuff to throw out there. But they did raise it because of uh, the amount of crowds that were there last year. And so uh, that leads me into the next thing of telling everybody. If you are interested in going to this park, uh, really, during the remainder of this year, uh, watch the times that you go in and remember uh, the types of crowds that they had there for the opening last year. And those continued throughout most of the summer. And so, if you are planning on going there this year, uh, just be careful with your dates, and try to plan out best you can. Uh, try to pick slow days, maybe during the weeks, if nothing else. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. just and if you don't remember how bad it was, look up on YouTube. There are just video, video yeah, uh,
0: uh, after and people waiting of chaos. five hours just to get into <laughs> the yeah.
1: Wizarding World. So. so
0: keep that in mind. Also, I wanted to say, yeah, it's great for those people who live near Florida or have the Florida discount for the annual pass, but also we wanted to mention that because quite often what the norm is hap- that happens when a theme park raises their admissions for annual pass, it very well follows with the rest of the gambit. So you, if you book a vacation with a package deal right now while the price is still the same, if they raise the price in six months, you're going to stick with the price that you originally booked. It's right. not going to go up. And it just makes so, sense that they
1: would raise the daily ticket price. It because, very much well. Because happen. it, it mm-hmm. becomes almost absurd after a while to say, yeah, I'll pay this much for a uh, annual pass,
0: and, and I'll pay this much not for daily. Exactly. Yeah. Keep that in mind. So uh, if you're not thinking about it in the next year, well, then I guess you're just going to have to sit enjoy and wait to see what happens. the audio, and let's just enjoy the Yeah, jet. definitely, definitely, because... That's, we're here to have fun, too, uh, while you're chilling in the snow or whatever's going on in your area.
1: Sand or yeah. whatever it happens Some to be. Some of
0: you are in sand, I bet, now. So yeah. Okay. Uh, so, let's uh, just begin. You want to move on to the attraction? Yep. Okay. okay.
1: Once again, the Twister Ride It Out attraction is the uh, uh, place that we're going to be at this week. That is in the New York District. I believe that's in the New York. Oh, uh, you know, I got and, the map um, here. I'll just pull it out so yeah, people. Yeah, you can talk. So people know. Okay, this uh, attraction was actually uh, filled in for the space in 1998 for um, uh, it was a Ghostbusters attraction, I guess. Spooktacular or something like that. It was called. Anyway, uh, they uh, began into design for this uh, in about '97, and that followed up from the movie that was made in '96 called Twister. It is actually. It really just did a trip through that movie uh, in the attraction itself. Uh, okay, they were actually going to open the attraction uh, in 98 and uh, put it off a little bit because in 98 there were uh, large tornadoes and stuff that hit into the state of Florida, which uh, a lot of people lost their lives within that year from tornadoes. So they actually put the, put the movie off for a little while. Um, the movie, it's. I mean, the uh, the. I'm sorry, I did say the movie. The, the attraction. attraction off for a little while. Yeah. And so the attraction itself though is very realistic. Um, okay, and did you figure that out? I,
0: yeah, you said realistic. I want to mention though, quite often you might think, okay, when did this come out? Ninety eight. Okay, it's realistic in ninety eight, but it's not realistic in two thousand. Eleven. Ah, yeah. uh, I disagree. Yeah. I very much think it's realistic, even in 2011. Yeah. So, but anyway, I want to. Put that If you have in seen there, the movie, so. though,
1: I mean, this, this really, I mean, it'll it'll help you a lot because you'll know exactly where you're at and what's going on within the movie. True. It follows the movie almost verbatim.
0: True, I mean, but at the same name. time, they kind of give you a little info when you walk in that you know this is a based off a thing, and here's and they do make and you're it in a seem, tornado you're on a win,
1: stage so. too, which means basically that you're there at the filming, which is somewhat strange. Oh, I know what it is. It's you're going on this a stage because it's like a news stage. You're entering into a, a television studio really? or something. Yeah, because well they have news programs playing out the on the outside. I'm almost sure I took pictures of the yeah. outside and it said stage seven or something like
0: that. Oh, okay. I don't remember the storyline and as you know, we can Say all we want about comparing Disney and Universal, but usually Universal storylines can be confusing at times. Like, I think we talked about Harry Potter being just a kind of like a, a hodgepodge of a bunch of the, the Harry Potter compressed. movies where it's just compressed yep. and there's not really anything. And they they that did the same thing in this storyline. This is the same re- thing, but at the same time, uh, I think the pre movie beforehand, before you even get into like the queue area where the house is torn apart, kind of gives you an idea. And it sets it apart from just being like, oh, we're going to spook you out and take you into this tornado. Right. So uh, but b- before we move on, New York. Yeah. It's just called New York okay. right here yeah, on the map. So. But okay. anyway. Um, anyway,
1: that is in the queue area that you were describing. And so there are little things out in the queue area that come from the movie. Let me say, though, too, if you haven't seen the movie or you haven't seen it a long time, it's not going to ruin the attraction for you. No. You'll still have a good time. It'll bring certain things back to mind. Yeah. Or you'll just like the effects and stuff. Yeah. Um, if you have seen the movie, though, they have, like, the little – uh robotic thing that they were that they've used in the movie that they launched out of the back of a truck up into the tornado with the they yeah. have it sitting out there. One it's, of them. Um with yeah.
0: picture of that. It was called Dorothy, of yeah, course. Dorothy, there we of go. Of course Dorothy relates oh, the to the, of the Wizard, Wizard of Oz, huh? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. in this case Dorothy they had more than one Dorothy because obviously uh, if one gets destroyed, they can't name it Dorothy again. Well, Dorothy 2, I think, is the name of one or something. But anyway, that's outside even before you walk into the attraction. Right. Yeah. It's just standing out in the... Which
1: is like a queue. I, I guess know, it is. A free queue or something. Yeah. Outside. Because yeah, it's
0: outside and there's TVs playing with tornadoes and stuff on the yeah, TVs. With the news
1: people coming on. Yeah, and yeah, they're giving yeah. you the weather alerts mm-hmm. and what's happening. and They do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. I think probably, too, the queue was... That whole area was very empty when we were in there. Mm-hmm. Um, if there were a lot of people talking and stuff, it may become a little more frustrating yeah. trying to hear and get involved into what's happening. Yeah. So,
0: But anyway, I think they do a good job. Um, I don't know if eventually we should talk about ages and what's appropriate for this, but I don't know if you want to keep going or whatever Whatever you want to do. What do you think? Uh,
1: I think, you know what, we do have some sounds and stuff from the queue okay. to play, so let's go ahead and do that right now, and that way, since we've described it, we can kind of put everybody there.
0: It's great. Twister is about one of the most primordial forces on the face of the earth. A force so powerful and so concentrated, it can rip the asphalt off a six-lane highway. It can hurl a freight train hundreds of yards from its tracks, and it can even destroy an entire town. At the same time, a tornado is one of the most awe-inspiring sights one can witness in nature, full of majesty and mystery. I'm Bill Paxton. I play a storm chaser determined to confront that mystery. By getting as close as possible to a raging twister. And I'm Helen Hunt. I can tell you that when we agreed to make Twister, we had no idea what we'd signed up for. Because awesome as these storms are, they're also unpredictable. Appearing from nowhere, turning on you in a second, leaving no place behind. Twister's about the coming of a once in a lifetime monster tornado, what they call an F5. Bill and I
1: played
0: scientists, willing to bet our lives for a chance to study the innermost secrets of that tornado. Okay, let's come out, people. Let's go. It's headed this way. They call F5 tornadoes the finger of God. Few you have stared one in the face, and survived to tell the tale. winds at 300 miles per hour. They are the most severe storm known to mankind. that experience on screen involved the most intense, the most frightening movie making I've ever seen. Yeah, we'd like to give you the opportunity to experience what we went through. So if you're up for it, gather up your family and all your belongings. And join us on the stage and see for yourself just how powerful a twister can
1: be. Okay, right,
0: Okay, so visually, what we're looking at is uh, you kind of enter this little house that's kind of like preparing you for, like you're in a house that had a, the tornado is outside and uh, it's dark and the lights are blinking and things are getting crazy. And then of course you heard the movie there, where they come on and they talk about um, the tornado and filming. And that it. is
1: uh, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. Yeah, they who were in the movie. Introduce themselves. And it does say here as you as guests walk into the Twister filming center. So, okay. Yeah, it is somewhat confusing. Are you in the movie? Are you filming the movie? Is this yeah. really happening? So, That's true.
0: That's yeah. true. But, uh, yeah. I okay. Just go anyway. with it. It's fun. Right, right. So, uh,
1: anyway, so yeah, they're on the screen. They're talking about their experiences filming. Uh, the movie, which you 'll hear you 've just heard that stuff um, uh, now you 're going to walk into a room where there uh, it 's a model of aunt meg's damaged house, which this is what I, I thought maybe a lot more of the the attraction would be if you remember in the movie, your house was kind of crushed and laying on its side, yeah getting ready to collapse, and uh-huh. I thought well, they could have done probably more. If you walked into the house. Mm -hmm. And you're in it, but it's not like the house has collapsed at that point. TVs are impaled. They're smashed back into the wall. And so you're watching video and stuff on those TVs. But the house doesn't really seem to be incredibly destroyed around. No. Yeah. So.
0: Um, So, and then after that, the doors open and you go into the main attraction, which we're not going to play for a second. We're going to describe some things and talk about it first. Yeah. So
1: when you do walk through the house, so you're walking uh, uh, through the kitchen of the house, you're seeing the televisions on the wall. Um, that were smashed into there, and Paxson and Hunt appear on the TVs and talk about what is ahead, which you've heard uh, the moment they finish, the TVs start to static, as though yeah, the storm is taking effect. The storm is coming, yeah. And so then you, of course, lose the signal. The channel changes to Channel 5 with a weather anchor issuing a tornado warning in the area. The uh, guests are in. Ta-da! Uh... And uh, then you were finally led into a set resembling the drive-in theater from the movie. Yeah. which it does a lot. Oh, the yeah. The lighting, the sky. Mm-hmm. It's if you've seen that scene where kind of chaos breaks out. Yeah, they see the storm blowing in behind the screen and all that. It's just like being there. So yeah.
0: Okay, so we're gonna break from that because now we're not gonna play the audio yet. We'll play it at the end here. Sorry. Uh, we we thought about this in the break. Uh, let's describe a couple of the tips for traveling and going into this attraction. The first and foremost is obviously there is no height restriction because it's not a ride. Well, because of that, they do pr- on the map and what they tell you is there is um, parental advisory suggested because it's obviously a pretty scary thing because it's a real life well, thing. You, I mean, if you have children
1: that are frightened from storms, yes. this is probably not a good place for them to be.
0: And considering the fact that this attraction is very realistic, it is definitely something that, yeah, you should be careful. So it's
1: not like you're watching a soundstage Mm -hmm. with the filming going on. Yeah. Uh, They actually pull you in, and we'll describe that. They pull you kind of into what's happening. Mm.
0: Uh, The other thing to mention is just in general of touring this place, for the most part, obviously, we talked about it earlier when Doug said that they closed it seasonally and now it's open again. Well for the most part this attraction is hardly ever a wait so if i were you if you're on there and you're in the summer and you're going to check out you know wizarding world over at islands of adventure or whatever and you go to this park and you're waiting in line or whatever this is a good place to get some air conditioning because you are inside uh it's about a 15 minute depending on how long the lines are the the main attraction or the main pre-queue is outside so you're outside but yeah. So you get some air conditioning, you get a break. Also, if you're traveling with people who are maybe the teenagers might not enjoy this attraction as much as they'd rather ride the Hollywood Rip Rockin' Ride It ride attraction the there. Coaster, yeah. yeah, that is or right the next yeah. yeah, that is right next to this attraction. So you can very much just tell them to get in line and then you can go into this attraction if you don't want to ride the roller coaster. Um, this attraction is itself in my opinion is still a great attraction. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's very I
1: mean, it's fun. It It's, it's one realistic. Of those, it's like
0: being in the film. Well, we bring this up uh, this word up all the time, immersive. Immersive in yeah. it. It does. It's a good job. They did a good job. I think it Strangely I re- enough, yeah,
1: let me describe just a little bit of this. When they walk you in, you actually step up onto kind of like tiered like bleachers and all of a sudden you've become it's odd because you've become the spectator yeah. of of the accident of the horribleness that's about to happen. Huh. So it's like you've walked into the movie but you're a ghost in the movie and nobody really knows you're there. So you're yeah. all just standing off to one side and you can't be injured by about what's what's about to happen, but you can watch it all. So yeah. I yeah. found that to be kind of interesting it, after I thought about it afterwards.
0: It's true. But it's still kinda scary because it all, oh I mean the, you're still
1: wondering well what is it that they're gonna do even while I'm just standing exactly. here. And you're in the open. Yeah. The storm is blowing in, and yeah. you're just
0: standing there. Uh-huh. Not moving, not hiding behind anything. And if you watch ahead, you actually see the tornado coming toward you. Yeah. So you never know if this thing's going to actually like come right at the at the place you guys are standing or not. Power lines are falling. Uh-huh. Sparks
1: are going off. There's flames. Flames. There's, there's, yeah. A oh, cow flies by. The cow,
0: cow yeah. flies. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. Which, of yeah. course, is just like the movie. Yeah. So. And you
1: literally, I mean, you do see the tornado. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's not like it's a... A uh, video image or anything—it's yeah. like a swirling tornado going in front of you, which then begins to tear the whole place up. Yeah, uh, and then the area that you're actually in—it looks like it's going to rip the roof off of it. It uh-huh. starts to pull up on the roof because you have like a steel roof above you, and then your bleachers begin to gyrate, kind of move around uh-huh. the things that you're standing on. Not so much that you couldn't stand still, right? But you can feel the movement. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, just to be in there. Hence, though, the reason why I say, it. if you are with young kids that are frightened from storms, mm-hmm. this is probably not the place to take them.
0: Yeah, or even if you've had some personal interactions with real live tornadoes, right? Which a lot of people this have. Might yeah, this might be not be a, a joyful, uh, yeah. joyful time for you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I know that I know they say that um, you know humans are odd in that that they scare themselves for entertainment. You know, usually people are referring to roller coasters, but in some instances, emotional damage from something like a tornado. Could be worse off than just riding a roller coaster. You know, too, let me so. just
1: read through some of the things that there is a lot of stuff to see in this set that's going on. Uh, hence, you're standing at the drive in. Uh, so you can see The Shining is appearing on the movie screen. Uh-huh. The movie The Shining is appearing on the movie screen while you're watching. Uh, sirens sound briefly, and then the winds in the room get stronger. A small light can be seen inside of a house in the distance, as well as voices of a family getting into their storm cellar. So that's just some of the things uh, that you can kind of encounter. Mm -hmm. Just keep your eyes open and keep looking around and look at all the little things that are going on. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. The
0: yellow truck that was in the movie is in this one. And, in fact, the yellow truck kind of swirls out because the winds are blowing it. And Dorothy's on the back. One of the Dorothys is on the back of the truck, which is just like the movie because they drive right into it. And uh, so that's interesting, too. But... uh yeah there's lots of visuals and in fact you could probably go on this attraction a couple of times and i think
1: there's still things that yeah because
0: get things that you didn't get the first time right. and see so okay um so touring tips We've talked about children uh if you happen to of course this is pretty obvious if you're in a wheelchair or hearing impaired or uh, you need closed captioning or anything like that that is always available available at this attraction because it's not something that they uh doesn't require you to transfer. You can be in your wheelchair. You can ride right up to the bleachers. It is available for Universal Express Plus. So, um, And if you, you are in
1: there, do not skip this attraction. I mean, a lot of people might just say, ah, it doesn't look interesting. Because it will be gone probably at some point and they're going to replace it with something else. I and to it really that, is yeah. worth just seeing and mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. It's not like that. we're just saying, hey, yeah, if you don't have anything else to do, go over there and try it. No, nah, it's really cool. It's a neat, yeah. neat thing to go check out. So.
0: And we've spoken about Universal and before in the past, and uh, not too long ago. Uh, the fact that this this park itself, Universal Studios, it has a lot of attractions, but you can hit everything in one day. It's yeah. not something that is an overwhelming. Oh, I'm not going to be able to go to this, or I'm not going to be able to go to that. Right. So, and you may want to go to others first. You may not. But in the afternoons, when it's nearing the end of the day and the park's about to close in a couple hours, this is a good a good one to hit. Because the lines aren't going to yep. be long, and it's going to be cooler in there. And uh, yeah,
1: there aren't a lot of dark rides. I mean, that too. They're, they're, yeah, I they're heading not. in that direction, but there's not. And so you're going to spend a lot of time outside. This is you know one of those times where mm-hmm. even in the queue kind of area, you're going to get to kind of wait inside. Yeah. So yeah.
0: So okay, with that, I say let's play the attraction. We Play the attraction. Get on to the main event. So all right, enjoy this, and we'll talk a little more at the end. right hopefully you, hopefully enjoy you enjoyed that. the storm yeah <laughs> the only the only storm that actually is something enjoyable yeah if you're if, yeah as long Unless as not you're your completely hot. freaked out by the horn <laughs> so Anyway, yeah. something to note that I was looking at on the map here uh, that when we recently went here in September they actually only opened this attraction uh, one For a slot of three days, they opened it at 10 10 a.m., and then the next three days, they opened it at 9 a.m. So definitely check out your map when you get into the park. In fact, I can almost guarantee if this attraction does not become a popular thing where they're going to continue to have people in the park, they may close this attraction down at seasonal times like they've done in the past. Yep. So just be aware of that, and of course, um, check the map. The maps have great... They're all two in one, two parks in one. So you will have all of the information there at your fingertips when you first walk into the gate and have a good time. So I think that's
1: it. Great well um it was nice getting back
0: into universal again yeah yeah so we
1: are trying to bring you each and every place that we've been to which is most of the places that you're going to run into in universal and in the islands of adventure so yes. over time you're going to hear you're going to hear a lot of attractions out of these places
0: i'd like to also just give a brief synopsis yes while we are going to try to hit every attraction you have to remember universal also contains some areas for kids and we have a, some, some cool good stuff. information that we have planned for that, including some attractions for kids. And that is like, I don't know, young kids to even small, just two-year-olds even. that right. It's a good place for them. Um, and then we, of course, want to continue to cover everything about Universal that we can, including families the packages we've I, you know now would be a good time if you have not listened to our other shows especially shows 94 and 96 that goes over the synopsis of the basic planning trips p- planning tips when going to Universal and Studios and this is a great so. shows
1: to listen to because this is this is a lot different uh, to, to, to uh, basically get to from the airport for instance yeah uh, than what you're going to experience when you're with Disney Yeah. So it's great to listen to those shows. It'll help you prep in so many ways. In fact, I mean, uh, even if I were to go back again now, I would probably go back through the show. Yeah. Those shows and listen to them just to help me. It will remind me of many things.
0: And you got to remember, we talked to some people down there. 80% of the people booking with Disney asked, How do I get to Universal? Right. So if you're going and you want to go to Disney and you want to go to Universal, and you're going from Disney instead of from the airport because you'll take a Mag- Magical Express to Disney or whatever you're doing. Uh, you're yeah. not driving. Yeah, yeah. We, we talk about yeah. that, too, because, you you know, renting a car may be expensive. Well, getting a...
1: Limos, cars, shovels, they're all very expensive. Yeah, so... so as we do, we try to find the least expensive, mm-hmm. uh, not time-consuming way to get to these places.
0: So, anyway, shows 94 and 96 explain those details, and you can look them up on our podcast feed. Past that, I think it's... Uh, that's time to, a good,
1: time to wrap this one up.
0: Yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've got some good plans headed for next week, so stay tuned to that. Other than that, hopefully you're enjoying your Janu- January weather and your January experiences. Yeah. And, uh Welcome
1: to the new year again. Yeah. I know we've said that, but hey, we got to say it all the way at least through January. Huh. So
0: I hope that you. I hope you know they say January is the most depressing month of the year. Well, yes, we've had our high points in Christmas and the new in the New Year celebration. Now, I hope that you are having a good time and you're enjoying just living life and uh, hopefully our podcast brings you a little bit of entertainment along with it uh, especially especially if you're running or you're on a commute because that's generally what we think of when we think of yep. listening to podcasts being on a commute because
1: so we, so we can kind of transport you to somewhere else yeah instead yeah. of you doing the thing that you're doing every single day yeah. so Definitely. I don't know that's how we use them yeah so. oh yeah
0: yeah for sure
1: okay everybody alright have a great week see ya I like to travel. I
0: like to drive podcast has been brought to you by TheseAmazingPlaces.com. copyright 2011 thanks so much for listening outtakes takes. hello everyone and welcome to sh- hello everyone and welcome to these amazing places podcast this is show number 142 for the week releasing monday january 10th 2011 welcome again this is adam and here's doug uh oh wait the is- H- hang on ah oh, i forgot to turn your mic on uh